Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. One woman who is living with mental illness says she has no option but to fundraise to afford private mental health care because, of course, the mental health care system and the waiting lists in this country is absolutely outrageous. It's actually criminal at this point. Emma O'Sullivan has been living with an eating disorder, an obsessive-compulsive disorder, and she joins me now. Good afternoon to you, Emma. Hi, how are you? Uh, Emma, lovely to talk to you. And I, I heard you actually on the news there, just before we come on as well, there was a clip of you on the news as well there, and I've heard you on the news uh, throughout the day. I mean, it's shocking that you're going to this extent yeah. Uh, considering you've been suffering with this for so long. Uh, could you take us back a little bit in time, Emma, and when all sure. this started first, or how this started first, if you even yeah. know how it started? Yeah, so so basically I've been um, struggling in the in the public mental health system for about 10 years now. Okay. It all started with um, anorexia pretty badly. Um, I started off in CAMS, which was, which was very tough. Um, and I was hospitalized for six months um, with anorexia because I had gotten so, so, so sick through that process um, and it not being caught at an early stage, you know. Yeah. Um, so going through the, the anorexia, I kind of came out and I had been trying to deal with things, you know, myself and going to talk to different people. But in the last couple of years, that's really, um, it's morphed a lot into OCD. And is, is that yeah. normal? Sorry for interrupting, Emma, but yeah. is it normal when you have anorexia and you have an mm-hmm. eating disorder yeah. it, to have an obsessive compulsive disorder? Do the two tend to be inter- interlinked? You know what it actually is. Um, yeah. So anorexia, um, oftentimes for a lot of people, it can kind of wear a, a couple of different coats. You know, it can morph into a couple of different things. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it has been been OCD and it's gotten so severe over the last couple of months that I have been um, at the, you know, mental health emergency department. Um, got a, I've been at such a low point trying to trying to receive help and knowing that I need in inpatient care. Um, but I have been told that there is there is no inpatient OCD treatment plan or care. It would just be a 48 hour kind of crisis hospitalisation mm-hmm. and then you're back into the community. And was your physical, over the last 10 years between 15 and 25 obviously, was your physical health ever at a critical point in that time? Uh, yes, so when I was going through the anorexia, um, I was extremely sick. I, to the point, you know, my, my spine was bruised, I, I couldn't walk, I wasn't allowed to walk for more than a couple of minutes a day because of blood pressure issues. Um, mm-hmm. It was It was very bad. Yeah, and I, and I know there is a lot of awareness around that now and there should be more yes. absolutely should be yeah. more actually I saw a really good TV commercial last night and it was a girl I'm not too sure what the commercial was for but it was a girl taking a, a selfie and yeah. then she started to adjust it with a nap and moving her eyes and moving her nose and fixing her face and making herself yeah. look thinner and, and, and then they were saying girls don't do it and it yeah. was one of these ads to stop this whole idea of this body image obsession that unfortunately it's mainly thing. women who are who are seeing this and we're seeing this in and it's becoming so dangerous. Yeah, so dangerous. And I, I think the thing is, you know, the stigma around mental health has been a major thing and it has become a little bit better with, 
you know, eating disorders um, and other things. Unfortunately, something like OCD isn't really known that much, you know, how severe it can get. But again, you know, there even with an eating disorder now or with OCD, there is no beds for people. There is no treatment for people. And there is an absolute major, major gap and dysfunction between the public mental health system and the public, the, the, sorry, the public, yes, yeah. the private mental health system. Excuse me. In other words, so, if, you, if you were paying your, you know, hundred euro a month to, yeah. you know, one of the many companies that have for private health care, you would be seen a lot quicker. And for, for a lot of people, that's just not affordable uh, to, yes, to be paying yeah. that. And it, unfortunately, if something happens to you, it's too late to start paying it because then they won't cover you anyway. But, exactly. Yeah. So, what sort of waiting times were you told? No, I have had people on in the past whose teenage yeah. daughters or sons or whatever were looking for mental health diagnoses and you know and going to CAMS or whatever it was, yeah. depending if they're under. 18 and been given times of 18 months and some ridiculous times what sort of yeah. times were you given in relation to trying to get some sort of help yeah so i mean for me more than waiting times it has been access to care i suppose um because i i have been seeing someone um you know it has been at a, a basic level of care where mm. i have been going once a week to see someone but it's just not a, enough as a crisis level when you need um and are they dealing with the are they dealing with the physical aspect or or the mental aspect um so it w- with the ocd it would be the mental aspect okay um okay. yeah so how are you physically now by the way am i okay physically i'm the the ocd is is definitely triggering my eating again um for example like i i can't eat at home i have to sanitize the utensils um i can't get on a bus um public transport I can't travel like my life is extremely restricted I'm so sorry to hear that it must be very yeah. difficult for you it's, it's really difficult especially at, at 25 and I had to be honest given up I, I had been at a point where I, I had given up fighting for myself because I had been going to the public system in a circle for 10 years and just been like there is no hope for me Oh, well, there's um, always, don't don't ever feel like that. Emma. No, there's always people and hope for. There's hope for everybody, and you, and valuing yourself, by the way, is the most important yeah, thing in all this. But the the last couple of months, I I have gotten more of a fight in me, realizing the dysfunction, I suppose, in Ireland with the mental health system, and I suppose I'm doing this for me, mm-hmm. but at the moment, it's it's a lot bigger than me, and I I would hope that I can help other people as well get a voice and get their 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 strength back to advocate for themselves because I know there's what, a lot of people yeah. like you there's a lot of Emmas out there today and there's, there, a, lot there's of, a lot of Johns as well thousands. because there's men and women out there suffering with the same thing or suffering some sort of mental illness and they can't get the help they need and sometimes yeah they feel no. like giving in because they feel like nobody cares uh, no one cares and there's no there's no one to advocate for people mm-hmm. when you're at you know I've gotten so many messages from different people you know when They've gone to an emergency room in a in a crisis in an emergency and being turned away and it's it's not right. I've been in that situation and I would just I would love myself to be able to sit down and have an open conversation with with um, the health minister or or yeah. any any politician and just have a candid open conversation about the changes that need to be made because people are suffering and young people are dying because of this. 
lack of services. And you, and know? you know what? It's Money is not the issue because I know no. billions go into the HSE every single yeah. year, particularly in relation yeah. to mental health, and they've even increased the budget for mental health. So money is not the It's the administration around this and the trained people to deal with people, isn't it? It's, it is. We need yeah, more skilled people. Skilled people. And there's, you know, um, my case was in the Doyle the other day. And the the minister has said that there there are beds for people. They are recruiting people, but but that is not enough. There there needs to be people recruited years ago. You know, mm-hmm. I've I've heard of so many suicides in just around me, and it's just it can't happen anymore. I have been at that point, and we need to do something as a society. And I suppose that's why I'm advocating for myself and that's why I started this GoFundMe to to get the help I need because I I now know that I want to live and I want a life, but my quality of life is is just at a, a zero at the moment. I'm sorry so, to hear that. Yeah, thank I, you. I, I, and, and 25 yeah. years of age, I mean, most people at 25 years of age are have their whole life ahead of them. Yeah. And they're, they've come out of college, they've started a new yeah. career, a new job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And your life is on hold, essentially. It's on hold. Like, I've had to give up. I had a lovely little job. I've had to give that up. Um, you know, everything. I'm just literally living. So what is your, what is your, what's your day now, Emma, at the moment? As, yeah, so basically, it's, I'm, you know, I hope every night going to sleep that I can sleep in as much as possible so the day can be shorter, you know. Um, and then I wake up and it's immediate fear. Um, so a lot of my, my OCD is around contamination. So it starts from anything from waking up, what I touch, what I'm going to use, what I need to clean. Um, it, it's just nonstop throughout the day. Um, and, you know, I, I do present myself very well in public if you were to see me on the street. And I think that's another thing, you know, you never know what people are going through, no matter how they look or how they talk. You know, mental illness is that it's something hidden and it's, it's invisible. Unseen. Of course, yeah, we can see a, you can see a broken arm, but you can't see yeah. if somebody has a broken mind. And, and that's the thing. Um, mm. So, so I suppose I just really, I, I, you know, I want to get to get that across there. Um, mm. We've come to the point that, you know. On, on Saturday, we're having a go. We're having a, a fundraiser in the black market in Cork City, um, from twelve to four to try and raise some funds because the GoFundMe is going a bit slow, unfortunately. So it's just you know the constant. I've been waiting and waiting. And, and waiting how much months. do you need to raise? Because obviously, what you what what you're looking for is to get some help privately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, that's expensive. And yeah. the fact that you're not working certainly probably doesn't help and you're, you're at home. Uh, yeah. And that yeah. makes it very, very difficult. And you need, you need the help and you can't obviously afford to wait around for public, public no. care because it takes too long. No. You're not going to get a bed. So, no. and just to let people know, if you want to help Emma, and yeah. I know us Irish people are really great at helping each other. So, you know, anything at all that you can donate or help or with would be very yeah. welcome. You can go on to our Facebook site. You can go on to our Twitter. Yeah. You can go on to my own personal Twitter account. We're going to put a link up on all of those, all of our social media. And uh, you can click on the link there to go to Emma's GoFundMe page rather than Thank me you. giving out an address on the air, which would be more complicated yeah. for people to do. Yeah. All right. But so, Emma, the goal is is to try and get help. And what sort of yeah. help do you get, by the way, when, when you talk about the help that yeah. you would get privately? What will they they do or what can they do to help you or how can they help you? Yeah, so basically um, it would be inpatient care um, and that would be focused a lot on so treatment of OCD. So that would be um, focused mostly around 
um, exposure therapy um, and and things like CBT. Um, but mostly for me, it would be getting out of the environment I'm in and breaking breaking the cycle, so I can mm-hmm. I can just live a normal life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a terrifying thing to think of going to to hospital and going away from my family, but I know that for my life to to open up, I need to just throw myself into a situation where I can heal, you know, and not just go into a public bed for 48 hours and come back into the community. And Because I assume like every 25-year-old, you have dreams and aspirations and countries yeah. you'd like to visit and planes you want to get on, but all those yeah. things at the moment seem a million miles away from you. Yeah, I just want to travel. Like, I just, I just want to even be able to go to an Airbnb in Ireland, like anything, or just get on, freely just get on a bus to Dublin or something, mm-hmm. anything, you know. Um, my goals right now are quite quite small, and I suppose a lot of people are just doing them daily without even realising, but it's it's so tough when people can't do them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's what I'm, I'm striving for. And by the way, what was it like for you over the last two years with COVID? That must have been difficult for you then, if, if you're already yeah. conscious of the world around you and how dangerous things are. It, yeah. must have been, it must have been difficult for you. It was definitely very difficult because, I again, I couldn't receive, um, I suppose, any, any kind of services. It was once a week talking. Um, but again, being extremely isolated really, really wasn't wasn't good for for my mental health at all. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, look. Once again, um, if you go to the uh, GoFundMe page, support Emma's recovery and help break the stigma. Um, uh, she's looking to try and get some money together to pay for private mental health care um, yeah. because unfortunately it'll take too long to get public mental health care and Emma obviously wants to get on with her life because it's on hold at the moment as you've heard from yeah. said. so go to any of our social media and you will see a link there to it and uh, Saturday again between 12 and 2 you say at the whereabouts uh, in Cork? Yeah so it's uh, from 12 to 4 in the Black Market on Monaghan Road in Cork City Okay. All right. Well, look. Yes. If anybody can go along, or maybe other people, maybe in a similar situation to yourself, and they want, to, they want to go along and support you, and you can support them too. That would be amazing. Yeah. All right. Listen, Emma. It was lovely talking to you, and and I really, really do hope you get everything you need, and you get back to the life that you that you dream of. Thank you so much for having me on and for reaching out. I really appreciate it. Emma, thanks very much. There you go. Emma O'Sullivan, once again, go to our social media. I will get uh, Root to pop it up there on the Facebook, on the Twitter, and I will put it, I will copy it into my own Twitter account in a few minutes. If you go to Niall underscore Boylan as well, you'll see it there on Twitter. All right, um, I'll do that in a few minutes for you. So, and you can just go and donate. Uh, even look, a fiver, a tenner, whatever, whatever, look, whatever you can afford, just do it. All right. And uh, the number is 087-188-008. Or you can WhatsApp us and then Ruth will send you a link. If she gets time there, she'll try and reply and send everybody a link if you, if you want to do it there. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.